2: The Pat Mayo experience presented by a DraftKings 2021 American Express picks preview. One and done. We got it for you. You wanna play in the DraftKings Listeners League link for the PME? It's filling very quickly. There's no rake link is in the description of this video. Smash the like button in the comment section. Tell me who your favorite pick, if you had to, above fifty to one. Or is it below fifty to one? How about just triple digits? Who's your favorite play in the triple digits in the betting market for the American Express? We've seen some long shots come through at the American Express over the past few years. Strong field, strongest since 2005 as well. What else do I got here? New show alert on Mayo Media Network. You got to be subscribed to Mayo Media Network, by the way. But Skylar Hoke of ftnbets.com is hosting along with Tom Jacobs the brand new European tour betting and breakdown show there's also going to be DraftKings if that's available when it ends up coming out as a part of that show it's going to drop every Monday evening on Mayo Media Network if you want to get in on the Euro game that is the show that you probably want to watch great field over there this week, too. That's why we were able to put it out early. You got Rory, you got JT, you got Fleetwood, uh, Turrell Hatton. It's, it's a fantastic field over in the desert. So highly recommend that everyone go check that out. Plus, FantasyNational.com. Give your head a shake. If you're not a member at FantasyNational.com yet, Jeff, FantasyNational.com slash Mayo will get you that discount. Good times. I, I suggest you take it. Members, had a very nice week.
3: I'm excited to watch that Euro show. I know who I want to bet.
2: Who do you want to bet? He's Tommy Fleetwood. Okay, so nothing has changed for you with no
3: nope, nothing at all. These are the type of events he like actually does well in.
2: Didn't he not get, like PGA didn't he get Tour run down by like Aaron? Are you Jimmy Ray? Who wants to know at like the end of the year
3: at a lot of events? Yeah, but I mean these are the events that he actually plays really well in and potentially can win. Unlike things with a
2: PGA label in front of them, is this? The tournament where the two years in a row, Sergio won it, then Willet won it, then won the Masters. Is it I don't is this know. the one?
3: It the one where like How Tong out Rory?
2: Yeah. I think this is the one. Dubai. I right? know the
3: schedules could be off because of, of COVID, but I feel like that oh yeah, I guess we're right at the Super Bowl time. You could be right. Yeah, this is this the corollary event? I don't know.
2: It's a blur. Didn't work for Howtong. Tong hasn't worked for a couple guys lately. Well, hasn't worked since <laughs> probably Will, not since Sergio won, I guess. Yeah. Did Sergio win after Willet? Yeah, he did. He won the year after Willet, I think. Or did Reed win? It's all just jumbled. no
3: Sergio put the jacket on a uh, Willet put the jacket on Sergio.
2: Okay, so there we go. Yeah, it was those back to back years probably out of the window now. And it might not even be this event. I'm pretty sure it is though, because. The week that Willett ended up winning that event is the week that we bet him to win the Masters, and we had all the Jason Duffner monies because he won the career builder that year. Okay. And now that's, that's, that's this week. Now that's making more sense. Remember, Duffner chipped it out of the yeah. rocks to beat, I want to say, David Lingmurth that year? Yeah.
3: And then we were even more the morning after the Super Bowl, where Denver beat Carolina- I, I, was got, like,
2: I got taken, but we had all the Brooks money.
3: Yes. I <laughs> always lose my golf money in the Super Bowl. I was like, hey, if you were if you were on Denver last night, go bet Danny Willett. Anyhow, I don't know. Sure, we could always
2: relive good times. Well, we're trying to relive it this year. we got Neiman. Well, Neiman's you, odds are down to like 50 to 1 now.
3: You know what's funny? Because I guess it was Golf TV or one of those things posted the, like a post of like the top five in the world that correlated to pretty much exactly when we started doing
2: shows together, doing golf content. <laughs> And it was Spieth, Ricky. Ricky was fifth. There was only one guy who's still in the top five. It was Rory. I, it it's Spieth, really... Rory, Bubba, Day. I don't know if that was the order. And R- R- Ricky. Sorry. And then Ricky. But yeah. the, the funniest thing is, like, I think that's the overlooked part about how good Rory is. Maybe he doesn't get enough yeah. credit. Is that He's been this guy for the past 15 years. There hasn't been like, oh, Rory fell down to 60th in the world. No, it- that hasn't happened.
3: And also, like, it's crazy to think, and I guess over the years, but there was a time we started the show where it was like, no, you had to convince people Dustin Johnson isn't a loser. <laughs> it's true. That was a real thing. I also, like, tried to convince people, like, Fowler wasn't a loser, but that didn't happen. No, that actually
2: worked <laughs> out for everyone else.
3: But, but maybe my greatest claim on everything we ever did was the the, the my Spieth take. That it was going to tumble, it was going to tumble hard.
2: Remember how much shit we took for saying that Reed was better than Spieth? A lot, a lot, of shit. But it felt where are they? Where are those people at now? But it
3: felt really dumb when we're like, no, why are you betting Spieth at eighteen to one when in the Masters and you can bet Reed at hundred? They're the same guy,
2: and it just it, took like it took an extra year. But and we were, were all, good.
3: We were also, I, we're just remembering things we're right about. Okay, also about like no, Justin Thomas is also so much better than Spieth. I don't know what's happening right now, but Justin Thomas is so much better, and he probably knows it because they probably played thousands of games together as the childhood friends. He probably won on a 90% clip. So he probably can't figure out how Speed's beating him on the real course uh, in life at the moment anyway.
2: although there, Well, there used to be a narrative around Justin Thomas. I remember he had the back-to-back wins of the CIMB could, over in Malaysia, yeah. and then he won Tournament of Champions. And then and, Sony. And Sony, it's like, he can't win in mainland can't, can't, can't America. Can't win in mainland.
3: Only wins. I used to, honestly, I was part of this. We don't seem like a type of guy who would only win like birdie parties yeah. like, oh, if it's like under 18 to one, like 14 to one, not not really a Justin like event scoring's like too, too hard. For yeah. Him. Too sharp.
2: No, like no, yeah. I'll bet. bet I'll, I'll bet Brennan Grace instead yeah. of Justin. Thomas. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah,
3: no, But like when it's a pu- birdie show, those are the events Justin Thomas will be live at. Either way. It just turns out he's
2: live everywhere.
3: Yeah, it's been fun. I don't know. Here we are. Not that this is commemorating anything, but that tweet just set off a bunch of thoughts.
2: Well, I just wanted to relive some of the times that we won because we both lost last week. Bad week. Per usual. Neiman just, my guys, man, on Sunday. Neiman finally got it going. Leishman finally got it going. but They couldn't do shit on the front nine. Neiman's in the water. Then he saves power. Then he bogeys the next hole. He only needed one of them. Mm-hmm. The, it was the putt on 16 that really, and he chipped it on 17 to give himself a shot, which was a nice rebound. But the putt on 16 was going in, going in, going in Bloop. quick right for the last second.
3: Kirk's putt on 17 also cruelly missed. And he would have missed the party by a stroke. And the door was open. It I was mean, there. Steele got to 21. It was like, okay, I don't have to look at this anymore. Football's serious. And Steele shat the back nine kind of like last year uh and he left the door open and someone hit a lot of putts coming home and that happened to be kevin uh,
2: yeah webb was hitting more putts but his irons were all over the place the shot he hit on 18 was fucking terrible
3: i only saw he- on the tracker it was too unknown <laughs> so you you can explain it to me It just
2: I- he tra- he went like everyone you had to go for it in two to give yourself the eagle opportunity and he just he just clipped it right, just way over. I think he got it up and down for birdie when all was said and done. But even putting it into the bunker off the tee on 18. The day before, he went 7-wood, seven 7-wood, seven and hit it to, like, 5 feet for an eagle. Like, we're trying to win the tournament here. We need an eagle. Take out the fucking driver, man. Like, if he had hit the same shot because he overcut it to the left, but where he hit a 7-wood, it wasn't long enough to get over the bunkers. If he hit a driver, he would have been clear of it. And he would have had his shot, but... Here we are. Uh, And Neiman. There weren't any Eagles yesterday, though, on 18. No, but, uh, no. Leishman. Did Ortiz make one? If it happened, it happened real late. Leishman had a shot. No, there wasn't. But the guys had opportunities. He had just, like, a 20-foot putt. Like, Leishman was the closest. Yeah. But I was a Neiman win away from, like, 20K. And, no, I mean... That, oh, it, it's yeah. really gutting. Uh, but I want to give a special shout-out. First to me, no, no betting winners, because Neiman ended up losing. But I turned 300 to 2K on DraftKings, which was nice. Shout-out. Well, said, said it would have been 20K if Neiman just had won the tournament, which would have been nice. Charles LaRocco, 400 into 1150. C Zachos? Won $3,000, came second, I believe, in the big $3. Brandon Infinger turned $100 into 1000 UND Lee won $2,250. Trey Howell won $100 in the short game, which I think is the $1 entry contest. Won $1,000, sorry. Um, in the one, the, he won the contest, basically, in won 1000 bucks. And then Dino Maui entered a free contest and won 100 bucks. Beat like 3,500 people, so the picks were good. Just couldn't get a winner. Sky, though, hit the winner. I saw a lot of people with the nah winner I remember when we were talking about that range last week, like, yeah, Kevin Huck most definitely win. We're not going to bet him because we're idiots, though. Bet on fucking Mark Leishman instead. Same mm-hmm. price. Nah, four wins. Four consecutive years. Four wins. I don't want to, like, pin it. Get him on the Ryder Cup team so I can bet the Euros. He'd be a fun Ryder Here's Cup guy. Here's the thing.
3: The anti-naw debate. There's an anti-naw debate? No, sorry. like the Like, there's a debate... How do I put this? The wins, every single one of the wins, I want to say, lack a little gravitas. Maybe the Colonial win. Was it Colonial last year that he won? Colonial,
2: Shriners, Greenbrier, now this.
3: The Colonial win qu- quality, the other. Th- like, Because I remember when it was like, oh, he has three wins. And it was like, yeah, the Greenbrier, swing, swing.
2: Sw- no, it, wa- it wasn't in the swing season when he won. I mean, good for him. Get him on the team. I don't give a shit. He's not going to make the team, but he would be a he would have been a good guy to have at the French course.
3: He's a fun player. He, he, he's and, like he, oh, yes. yeah, he would be a good yeah. personality
2: for the Ryder Cup. <laughs> I got to give him so much credit for basically when we to go back when we first started doing this show. This was Kevin Na is in the woods and made a sixteen. Kevin Na has the yips and can't hit his yeah. fucking shot in under five minutes. He really sorted that out and got his amazing. Life back you, lo-
3: you love to see it. A couple great stories. Him continuing that great path and even. Kirk. Chris Kirk. Got his card. Getting that card. The, the the second place, the major medical, like on the final start. He's also the type of guy, like when he's in form, he gets unconscious. He was the one guy even going in on Saturday. I was I was messing with someone with a naw ticket. I was like, I don't know why Kirk scares me. I wouldn't even know what his pre tournament number was. And there were huge tickets out there on steel.
2: Yeah, two fifties. We spoke about him. I didn't remember it being that big. It was two hundred, I think. Oh. On DraftKings Sportsbook, at least when we spoke about it, and live. people
3: are giving me like a lot of props for like all my Malnati talk.
2: You just named like twenty guys in the two hundreds to ask me about.
3: No, but that was the one I said like I liked the most. <laughs> did you bet it? No, <laughs> but people did, and don't even have first round leader.
2: That's huge. Although I think that ended up getting split like four ways, didn't three. it? three? By the end, but it of was it?
3: big. Yeah, because who was in that? There were three guys in that.
2: Now ne- it's a blur. Neiman, maybe. Did he hit an eagle to do it? Can't remember. Chris Kirk was around for a bit. I had someone, and then they made like a triple bogey, and they were, they gone. I don't know. I wasn't. Forgettable tournament. I enjoyed it. I actually watched a bunch of the Sony this week.
3: No, like just going up against the NFL playoffs. Yeah, the NFL playoffs and the time slots with like the later games.
2: My son enjoys watching golf more than football. Yeah, of course. So I had the golf on the TV and I had the iPad set up next to me for the football and watched it that way. So I was actually watching the golf with the sound because he enjoyed it. Shout out to my man, my my son, Wolf, two years old today. Oh. I remember is. very vividly when he was born, mainly because I rushed in here so we could do that show with cause Tiger was coming back for Torrey the Tory Pines. Yeah. That's yeah. wow. next week. Is Tiger playing next week? Tiger's playing next week.
3: He's gotta be playing, but then isn't it it's, it's Tory waste, then Waste, waste management. management, and then Pebble, and then Riviera.
2: Yeah. And W then WGC Mexico, which is in Florida.
3: And then <laughs> Honda, which was the last time I was at anything.
2: Last time we were in Florida. Yeah, I'd love to be in Florida.
3: Would you? Oh, sorry. In like a normal <laughs> world. Although, yeah, I think I could be in Florida just being responsible.
2: Yeah. Hit the golf courses. You just like, it's, it's much nicer than it is. Yeah, here. I was gonna
3: say like I don't think I would be doing much difference different except the walks would be like
2: and you could play golf. Go on, yeah, yeah. That's all the kids
3: could play outside.
2: Yeah, I don't know, man. Sounds kind of nice. Yeah. Uh, American Express, formerly the Career Builder, formerly the Humana, formerly the Bob Hope Classic. It used to be five rounds. I remember Mike Weir won this one year. It's a course where anyone can kind of win. We've seen bombers win. Rom won here. Johnny Vegas is won here. Coincidentally, Bill Haas is won here. Andrew Landry has a victory. Brian Gay has a victory. Just hit your irons. Get hot with your putter. Who can make the most birdies? It's one of those events. Patrick Reed has a win here too. I think it was, the, it was either the Windham or this was his first win um, when he first started getting going. But uh, it was this. Was I it this? Say. Duffner's won here
3: because then he won Doral.
2: Yes, and he's, he's like, like, I'm a top
3: five player, and people got really
2: offended. Because he has like people, people. The golf world gets like triggered by the weirdest things.
3: Like, God forbid, a golfer who has no one else has like extreme self confidence. I would. He literally has no one else. Like, oh, he's got a small team. He's got his wife and his brother-in-law.
2: That's about it. And us. (laughs) And And us. That's 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 about Patrick Reed's team. Um, Changes to the course this year. This is normally a pro-am. It's usually played across three courses. There's usually a cut after the third round. All of that's out the window this year. No pro-am, which is fucking fantastic, so the rounds won't take 90 hours to complete. And it's not even a good pro-am. Like, the most, like, famous, like, celebrity at the pro-am for this one's, like, Ray Romano. It's, He's like,
3: hey, I can't hit my shots. This, this pro-am's a different purpose. This one is really to take for care. For the executives. Yeah, the executives, the sponsors. I mean, like, your big company executives can show up at Pebble... But this is for a lot of people that are behind the, the, the tour, um, you know, I'm just sure like where like, you know, the guy that probably runs like Valspar gets to play and everyone else that feeds the tour money to keep it operational. So, yeah, it's just executives, not celebrities. Right? There are
2: some cele- like Alfonso Ribeiro tends to play. Every well, he's year. an employee. George Lopez plays every year. Like I said, Ray Romano usually shows up and he's getting old now. He was in the what was the Scorsese movie that was twenty hours long. He was good in that from last year. The like Irishman, the lawyer, the Irishman. So
3: long. Just, you know what I'm you get watching a right now? Series, man. Yellowstone. Is it good? Is it good? It, that's like that's the Costner show, right? Yeah, Kevin Costner, my friend. He still he still got it. That guy captivates a screen. He's mesmerizing. I, I gotta say, I gotta say. Uh, it doesn't sound like the show is very no, good. I, you just like Do you like Gossard. Sons of Anarchy? No,
2: absolutely not. The show is so low.
3: Okay, so then <laughs> it's I would say there are some feels to Sons of Anarchy, but like on a ranch and like cowboys instead of bikers.
2: Okay, ah, cowboys I could probably get behind. There are two shows that everyone really likes that I can't stand. Are they actually good shows? Though? Yeah, like, apparently. Like, yeah, they're they're fine. I just right. don't like them. I don't like Shameless, and I don't like Sons of Anarchy. I don't, watch, I Son- fucking I don't
3: watch Shameless, and I enjoyed Sons of Anarchy, but it took, like, a hard fall. But I don't really blame shows for hard falls because that's, like, you're a writer. you got this idea. You've got, like, two, three-season arc in your head. The show's great. And they're like, here's a bag yeah, of money. Make it like, seven bags seasons. bags of money. Write us four more. And you're like... I don't care. I'm gonna be lazy. I'm just putting it on paper. They've paid me. It's over. Like that happens. That happens like 88 percent of good shows, doesn't it? Yeah. There's very few that I don't know that hold that it's survive through that. But but the majority are enabled to. I'm
2: trying to think of the last show, like the last big show that like Breaking like. Bad. Yeah, I rewatched Breaking Bad like over the quarantine. Better the first time around. Still great, but the the anticipation that you have like. I always said that Breaking Bad was the most the show that was the most like lost in the way that it was set up. Not in like the crazy like time travel, like weird stuff, but lost would always end with like a cliffhanger that would be like, Oh, I need to see the next one. Breaking Bad was exactly the same way. So it's a perfect binge type show. And that last season would be like, and it was everyone was watching it, everyone was talking about it. But like to me, Mad Men's a much better show.
3: I like Mad Men a lot, and I didn't really feel a deep.
2: Klein did. Mad Men was just but Bad Men just a burn yeah. the same like it started high and it just kind of stayed there. Okay, fair. Breaking Bad started off slow, then it got good, then it got really good, I'm, then it got really really good. I can
3: be had with like slow character development. Like I don't mind, but it's I don't I can like get stick with something.
2: Even The Wire in season 5 fell off a bit. Not that season 5 is like a terrible season. Is that season. like the school? Like no, that's that's the, the, the best. Season. season 4 is the best season of The Wire. You can see how interested we are in the American Express. Oh yeah, I,
3: funny. I said the path. It's gonna be a short show. Yeah, I'm no. just finding ways to talk. Okay, All right. sorry.
2: Let's let's get into the odds. We we can do our TV connoisseur later on.
3: Yeah, sorry.
2: That's it's fine. Well, it's still gonna be a short show. So the odds. John Rahm is here. He's a, he's won this event before. He's five and a half to one on DraftKings Sportsbook. Cantlay is thirteen to one. Reed is fifteen. Tony Fina, Big Ricky, seventeen to one. Scotty Scheffler. 19 to 1. Then you got Brooks at 26. Sungjae at 28. So that's everyone below 30 to 1. The only two I'm really considering here. I, I'm...
3: That Sungjae number is strong.
2: Yeah, I like that Sungjae number. especially Because
3: why is Scheffler 19 and Sungjae's 28? That seems a little ridiculous. Is there a California tie or something? I, I don't understand that. Scheffler was second here, third here last year.
2: So that helps. And me. I
3: am banking on that. Form continuing for someone else so okay um
2: i think it's just because sung jay had a bit of a letdown last week I, whatever it was, it was, you play a- 800
3: times there's <laughs> gonna be letdowns
2: yeah especially when you're andercursed <laughs> free pass yeah free pass on the andercurs busy weekend for the andercurs tune in wednesday wow That's
1: that nice. yet somehow
2: his super bowl preseason prediction is still here He's using the curse very effectively this time around, although his anti-Buffalo Bill stance is just has warm pa- Paul's heart. <laughs> and you guys got a new coach? We'll talk about everything. We both got new coaches. That's correct. So, yeah, a lot lot to talk about. Go back and watch the uh, the coaches show from last week if you haven't. Yeah, people are saying, many people say, funniest show of the year.
3: Yeah, or just Thanks, yeah, give you. it the download, but watch the last, like, five minutes.
2: Yeah, the, the last <laughs> six minutes where you want to go to. What we've seen, I believe it's eleven of the past twelve winners of this event have played one of the two Hawaii events. So that would I ju- believe in that. That would cross off Brooks right away. I'm just looking for reasons to like get rid of people on this list because I, I don't really want to bet any of these guys. Scheffler and M were the two that stuck out to me the most, but I don't like that number on Scheffler. Why did Patrick Reed withdraw from what? Sony? Yeah. I do Didn't feel like playing. Okay, that's all I
3: need to know. <laughs>
2: we don't know. It's golf. Yeah, they never like told us why they yeah, withdraw. Like, uh, I was so jacked to bet Munoz this week after he couldn't make a putt at Sony, and then he withdrew from it. I was like, ah, shit. We would have got him at like 100 to 1. It would have been great. So, yeah,
3: I'm not really running to
2: move on um, any of these guys at the moment. It's a great number on Brooks. If Brooks is even 85% right, this is a fantastic number. Because he's the best player in this field along with Rob, if he's right.
3: Yeah. I don't know. I feel like um, I, I I've, Brooks is amazing, and there's no doubt, like, pure talent. He's, like, top three in this field, and his win equity is obviously quite high. I don't care what events you think he's better at.
1: Yeah, he, he can just go out and yeah. win.
3: I just, I am dumb enough to believe for this week, he's just looking to feel right. Like, I don't even know if scoring is a priority. Maybe I'm stupid.
2: The tournament- I have no
3: interest in betting him. Well, I do agree that's a great number no interest. Yeah,
2: so the the biggest thing that's different this year than most years. I kind of alluded to it off the top. There's no pro am because there's no pro am, they don't need three courses because they don't need three courses. Lakinta, the super easy course, that, that's out of here. So we're not doing that anymore. So now it's a cut after 36 holes instead of 54 holes, and we're only getting two courses in the rotation. We have the Nicholas course, which will be one of the first two rounds for everyone. So it's slightly easier than the other course at PGA West, the Pete Dye Stadium course, which has Shot Tracker, has cameras. Now they're playing three rounds there. So this is actually the best thing that's ever happened to this tournament, by the way, for our enjoyment of it. We can make live bets on it because we have stats to look at. We can actually watch the players play for more than you know seeing them on Sunday. Remember when Hadwin fired the 59 and they didn't, didn't have a camera it. on him until... <laughs> The whole seven. They like ran a hand. They ran
3: like pretty much if you gotta watch the outlaw tour coverage on Periscope <laughs> this year, that's how they tried to deliver Hadwins 59. Yeah. A couple years ago. But c- correct me if I'm wrong. Isn't it almost guaranteed someone would flirt with a 59 at like La Quinta
2: every year? There'd be 62, 61s. I would say for like DraftKings Showdown, and when I talk to Rick tomorrow about this, I would target the first two days because Nicholas is only in the rotation the first two days, then it's the weekend at. And we, both the weekend rounds after the cut are at a course that has shot tracker. Mind-blowing how how good this can work yeah. out.
3: PGA West is the one with, like, uh, you could take a toboggan into the bunker right yes. down the stretch.
2: So the biggest difference is it's not that the stadium course, that's the die course, the stadium course. It's not that it's hard. It's that there are landmines all over the place. You can make big numbers at it. Where at the Nicholas course, it's just kind of easy. But it's not like John Rahm can't go shoot 62 at the stadium course. It's just he could also shoot 70 because he put it into the water twice or hit one of those stupid bunkers where Nicholas doesn't really possess that. So I would be stacking the Nicholas course the first two days, uh, even though the scores might be really close to even when it all comes down to it. Let's get into this next range because I think this one is more intriguing. The Mexican, Alan Iverson, runner up last year after, after a nice charge on Sunday. Abraham answer, 30 to one. The Wolfman, he's back in action. Ooh! Channeling a cam cam, by the way, is going to be. On. He has wolf vibes for the birthday. Wolf's birthday. Yeah. My son, Wolf's birthday. Wolf at 30 hasn't <laughs> played yet this year though. He's 30 to one. We haven't seen him. Henley is 35. Charles Howell. The third is 45. Kevin knock coming off. The win is 45. Casey's 50. Champ is 55. Your boy, little Ricky, Ricky Fowler, 55 to one Herman's 55. Zach Johnson's 55. And we'll <laughs> stop there for that range tim has selected yes with his one and done pick the 117th ranked player in the world charles howell the <laughs> third why why I, I i i have to ask him why he picked charles Howe.
3: <laughs> i guarantee because if you're like tim you said you know because we always talk about it, just play the good players like you'll be fine just play the good players he would I guarantee if you had him rank Charles Howell against this field, he would have him so much higher than everyone everyone else. Now, he's like, like
2: 12th in the betting odds. So it's not like a horrible pick. It's not like he picked, I don't know, Bo Hog.
3: Is he 12th in the betting odds? Yeah, he is.
2: He's 45 to he's 30, 45 to 1. He's the same odds as Kevin Na, who just won. Okay, sorry. I, I just peeked somewhere else where he's... He's probably like 70 to 1.
3: 60. Yeah, and, yeah it's a double scroll to get to his name. Sure, I don't know. He scores. It's like a DraftKings play. I don't know why you want to use him in a one
2: and done. I'm sitting in fourth in the one and done. The the race for the Mayo Cup. (laughs) Good start. Let's go. Hey, better than better than having my guy miss the cut.
3: Fair, fair. Um,
2: we we both we both that answer. Yeah, I saw you
3: posted an article. I think right before, just as you wrote it, I messaged you. I don't know what's going on this week, but answer stuck out to me. Uh, maybe I'm just blind to the fact that I bet him here last year he made me a Sunday charge to come in second was my one and done here last year bet him last week to at least disappointing scoring Uh, but I'm at 33 to one on a course that uh, someone is just gonna turn this bend this place over so of the top Ten names on the board. He's my bet.
2: So with Abraham answer, and you can check this out in my article up on dkplaybook.com, he drove the ball really well last week. His irons were firing. He lost 2.8 strokes putting in two rounds. That is the most strokes he's lost on the greens total. Since Memorial in 2019 when he played all four rounds and then the Arnold Palmer Invitational uh, in 2019 when he lost five. He has more rounds gained over five strokes, more tournaments gained over five strokes putting than he just has negative tournaments putting. So I would expect him to get the putting stroke back. I'm not saying he's going to gain like eight strokes putting, but that was a very abnormal type of performance from Abraham answer. And the big thing with him. And when you really go dig into some of the players that have won here in the past, whether it be, I mean, Reed is kind of an outlier like that, but we know that. But anyone, anyone can, there win. are certain players where stats can point you in the right direction and stats just don't apply to some people. Patrick Reed's stats don't apply. Some weeks he's amazing. And other weeks he's just garbage.
3: And I, I, I've i shared this with you many times. I don't even remember where I saw it, but like some golf sport science like broke down his swing from round to round, like week to week. It is almost, it's plain, its consistency is, is almost unparalleled on tour, Patrick Reeds. Like, he, there is no almost rhyme or reason to when he will be at hyper success rate. Other guys, as you mentioned, I don't know, maybe the numbers point you there. I'm blindly on answer.
2: Well, the, the funny thing about answer is he's a, he's been a really good putter. He's a very accurate driver of the ball, uh, and he can be really good with his irons. Not very good around the greens, but that really means a whole lot less this week than it does almost any other week on tour. You're around the green play. Like even last year, looking back at the leaderboard, and we just get stats from the stadium course. So there's only two rounds of data to go on if you're looking at that stuff on fantasynational.com or anything like that. But four of the top 6 lost strokes around the green last year like it didn't really matter. Like very few people are playing from green side. Either you're like in the bunker, have to like chip out to 100 yards then hit it from there, or you're just on the green need to make some putts. But the biggest common factor I found between a lot of these winners, Landry included, uh, and Landry is someone who had a second play. He lost in that playoff to Rom before he ended up winning last year. Really accurate drivers of the ball. And that goes back to two things. One, the fewest amount of over 300-yard drives happens at this course every single year because there's so many forced layups because of the Pete Dye design, just a common trait amongst Pete Dye stuff. And all these guys are super accurate. And the shorter hitters can be in play because the Bombers have to lay up off the tee. Now, it improves their accuracy because they're not just smashing driver wherever, but like Answers second and fairways gained in this field. This is,
3: I do, I mean, I know we've already mentioned Hadwin, but he is like- He's
2: the king. He yeah, has the most strokes gained of this course over the past five years. But it's also years.
3: that type of like prototype player that I- tried that i really like betting on here and i know sh- answer sh- isn't the putter that hadwin
2: is it was the year that he got super hot but it's short hitting accurate good with his irons can make a few putts that's the guy that you want
3: and that i trust to like do it for me that i actually want to have my money on to to possibly win this well
2: thing. it's funny because when adam long won at 600 to one right that's the exact formula that he had against hadwin and phil hit the fairway Hit it to 20 feet, make a few 20-footers. That was his yeah. entire week.
3: <laughs> he hit that big walk. That, that was, was a big walk-off. He was like 30-1
2: to one that morning against Phil We Hadden. had
3: huge playoff avoidance walk-offs that year, like in a month. because yeah, Keith the,
2: Mitchell screwed me. You, I think you hit Fal- it. No, I, I had cashed Brooks. cashed out, though. Oh, I had Brooks. You had Fowler yeah and yeah. keith mitchell one
3: keith yeah fowler hit some insane like eagle Chip or like 60 footer yeah the keith mitchell putt at honda and then this one at at uh i didn't see him hitting that with like phil like screw hadwin hadwin might as well been to someone's caddy <laughs> like phil staring over him like that was that was big that was exciting has there been a bigger outright 600 i know it like Maybe I don't know what what was
2: gay at Herman her, when gay yeah Herman and gay, gay probably, wasn't huge. it was such a yeah it was a shitty event it was, a, yeah, it was like a is Herman in the field this week because I would might Herman was people were
3: messaging me privately I didn't really get in on anything live like that he, that, he, your, is, that fantasy national was popping Herman. As like a mid-tournament stat guy last
2: week. Yes. Uh, I bet him hard in round three, and he was running away with everything, and he triple bogeyed the 16th and took himself out of it. It's like, oh no, Jim Herman, what are we doing here? But this is a perfect Jim Herman type course, except he sucks at par threes, which is kind of a key factor. You want to be good at par threes at this course. Just like answer a lot here, the fairway is... Keep yourself out of making those big numbers. That's how you win at this course. You have to make your birdies, but everyone is making birdies. They have the easiest par fives between these two courses. I was looking at the events total Uh, from 2012 to now. Players are minus 8,000 on the par fives at these courses. The next closest event is the Canadian Open at minus 5,000. So players are 3,000 more strokes under par, on the par fives at PGA West between the three courses than any other event. It
3: doesn't matter if you
2: blast it. Yeah, just you're going to make a ton of birdies. Just don't start make. Don't put it in the water. Don't put it in the sand. Just stay as clean as you can. And We've seen that be, again, like Bill Haas, Adam Long, Andrew Landry, Jason Duffner. That's what these guys do. So
3: can I just, I guess, rifle a couple names at you that were in this... uh range yeah i, I wish he hasn't played yet but paul casey, casey california
2: golf 50 to 1 it seems like a really good number right don't we always say I that know, about paul like casey that gonna he never up, wins? We're gonna
3: laugh at us we're gonna be like you know in the you know, lack of a better way of putting it the saul goodman casey vortex but but um yeah, I don't know. That that sticks out to me. Although I kind of wanted to play guys that have run a couple tracks this year or had that played in Hawaii by a couple tracks at least once. He doesn't fit that bill. Um and Grillo, but then you have to bet Grillo to win.
2: And that's just a whole other argument. Yeah, I wish and, Gr- I wish Grillo was like ninety. Then it would be fine. But for one, I guess Grillo is what, sixty? That's not terrible. I'd, I'd think, I think. i Would you rather Lanto? Probably,
3: because I don't mind him. Lanto's
2: a Lanto's a guy. He, I've heard he's got the parts. I never like him when he's priced up, though. I always like him when he's way back in the pack.
3: And can I just? And, and we're I, not even in
2: this range yet that you're talking about,
3: oh. guys. <laughs> I thought you rifled them off. I'm sorry. We,
2: we can keep talking about them then. You might We might as well just go to 100 to 1. Because there's not. I bet one guy in this range from, I bet two from 30 to 100.
3: Can I say if you, I'll just say it quickly. DraftKings
2: Sportsbook has an insane Hadwin number. They also have an insane Gary Woodland number. 90 to 1 on Gary Woodland. Yes, like, would you rather blind bet Brooks at twenty six or Woodland, blind Woodland? Woodland. Like, Woodland
3: outdueled him in the U.S. Open. No, <laughs> I'm joking. I just would rather Woodland. It,
2: it's and Woodland hasn't played yet. We don't know what his health status is. He had the torn labrum in his hip. However, ninety to one is like let's gamble. Yeah, okay, let's gamble on some health. Here. Well, just quick,
3: like because Hadwin, I'm seeing as low as like sixty, he- and there's a hundred here, and there's a comfort. If you're a course history guy, that's just something maybe to go off of. Is there? To, can you make a Correct me quickly just before I get into it because there's a point I could expand on. Is there like a desert course correlation to this or not really at all? What do
1: you because,
2: mean? Uh,
3: like How I'm many just, other desert courses? I'm just trying there? to make correlations Phoenix? to like Phoenix because uh, like Fino lost there in the playoffs last year. Brooks has been great at Phoenix. Woodland won Phoenix. Shez, is, uh, Shez, Shez has played really is like well with this ultimate, course. This Shit. is like a Shez-Kevin Streelman profile event. Yeah. And I, I, not to include them with the other names, but desert, I guess not really desert golf.
2: Right. Steel plays really well at both this place and Phoenix historically. Harris English. Act. I'm surprised Harris English isn't, like, trying to. But he's got too much no, I'm, money. I'm, I'm, I'm shocked he's not pressing right now because this, oh, this course true. used to be. I think he's made the cut here every year since, like, 2011.
3: Yeah, press. Get on the Ryder Cup. Press. Yeah, just <laughs> like. Press. We're, we're hot.
2: You know what? We're splitting tens. Yeah. So, Dealers so, De- De- busting everything. Let's just get money on the table. Yeah.
3: It's like, you know what, honey? We're going to, like, skip Riviera. I want to play all the, like, cash loaders.
2: Good for Harris English. I'm I'm sort of lost on where we are. We're uh, 30 to 100. I I bet Keegan Bradley. Keegan Bradley was actually, answer missed the cut last week because his ball striking was immaculate and he couldn't putt. Keegan was even better ball striking, even worse putting. He lost seven strokes putting in two rounds. Now I'm not shocked that happened to Keegan Bradley because he sucks on the greens. But I looked at the strokes gained approach numbers for the entire tournament. Keegan was 14th and he missed the cut. He was better than like some of the guys who were inside the top 10 in both driving and irons. And this is, of course, again, he's someone who's hyper accurate off the tee. So I'm not concerned about like blow up in the water type numbers. And we've seen it, it happens like once every few years, doesn't it with Keegan? Yes, my question just, is- Just don't be, don't lose seven strokes. Just put zero. Don't gain any, lose one, something like that. You hit it fucking close enough every single time. And this is the, his sort of event. Like minus 26 is going to win? Let's go. He's 90 to 1. I got him at 125 to 1. Who
3: is the, is this the type of event where like no putt guy can win? Like where like Keegan, byun hun and like, because I feel like well, I'm running past winners in my head. And I'll Duff- just like.
2: We, we bet Duffner and he won here. He can't putt. Yeah. I feel like the recent winners. Landry can't putt. You just get unconscious. They're really slow greens. So that does put some of the crappier putters back in it. Or you get your Snedeker types who just have a really great week. Uh, and then they just kind of go mental on the greens. But yeah, I just for the way that he struck it last week, I'm willing to put it you know, in. It's either 125 or 100 and uh, 110. He's 90 on DK Sportsbook. I don't hate that either.
3: So what about your like Burns and
2: Redmonds? They haven't played yet. Burns has played this course really well. And I don't think that should be the deciding factor on what you want to bet this week. But I was actually surprised. like, I Honestly, this week, instead of Burns and Redmond at the same price, I would probably rather go, hell, Chris Kirk, Cam Davis, Keegan Bradley, like those guys who just have events under their belt so far. And I don't think that there's a lot of difference. I think Burns and Redmond especially are better players, but not substantially better players. Do you? Uh,
3: If I have to pick a player to win out of, I'll mention is Sam Burns.
2: And Sam Burns is 80 to one. Not bad. Good number. I like Champ at 55. Any thoughts on Champ? We've already seen him once this year, played in the tournament of champions. I believe he was, what was he last year? I think he was top 20 last year. I think it's funny because we, the reason that we ended up on these Neiman futures, because we weren't super convinced that Neiman was that much worse than Morikawa and Neiman. Like he was in their category. You have champ there. Isn't, I don't know if champs quite on their level, but I I don't think he's distinctly far behind because if, Ho- if, Hov- if Hovland was at this event, he would be 15 to one. And I don't think that Hovland is four times better than Cameron Champ, who's won twice on the PGA Tour already. <laughs> like, this is the mistake that we made with Na last week. They were giving us a NAH number where it should have been an auto bet for a guy who wins every year. It's almost like the old Martin Keimer rule. Just bet Martin Keimer. He's going to win once. Just bet him. Uh, of oh, the old one. I'm like, has he won like six years? <clears throat> no, well, we, we ended up stopping on that in like 2016. <laughs> but for a while, like just pencil him in. He's going to win big events and they always give you big odds on him. What about Charlie Hoffman showing form? I already bet Charlie Hoffman. 125 to one within each way. Yeah. His ball striking was out of Man, control. Could not what, make a putt last whatever. week.
3: Him with life, this type of place where he...
2: De- desert golf? Desert golf, Charlie? i have no idea if he i I think that he's played this course well in the past you got a lot to say this week i sorry man (laughs) it's all
3: this they're all the same effing guy
2: Charlie had three consecutive top tens at this course from 2013 to 2015, went on a bad run, made the cut last year. Uh, But he just, he's looked different over the past six months. It's like he had lost his game, now he's starting to get it back a little bit. I don't know how consistent he's going to be, but again, he's a long odds type guy, and we've seen a long long odds type guy win at this course in the past. I do want to give you some champ numbers from the American Express. He was 31st at the Tournament of Champions, mainly due to a very, very poor putting performance. He was top 20 at the Masters in November. He was 21st at this tournament last year. Uh, really shot himself in the foot around the greens. I, know, I just think that he's a guy who can win. Like He has as many PGA Tour wins in the past 11 years as Paul Casey does. <laughs> I like it.
3: I'd rather bet Hoffman than Keegan. I bet them both. Um, okay, I'm going to throw two at you. Okay, are, uh, we, are we in the 100 to 1s now? No, they're actually a little shorter, or maybe just at 100, depending on where you're looking.
2: For the time codes, we'll call it the 100 to 1s.
3: Okay, um, I could be tempted to betting both of them. I'm a loser for both of them. EVR or Norrin?
2: Norin hasn't played. Norin hasn't played, but EVR shot himself in the foot last week. The one problem I have with EVR, and if you look at his approach numbers, they were off the charts good. But it was the same when we all loaded on him at the 3M, you know, Minnesota guy. But he had been playing really well going into that tournament. And then you look at shot record, It's like, oh, he's in the middle of this lake off the tee. Like, he has he hits some awful tee <laughs> shots. And that can really devastate you with this course. Okay,
3: 100%. My counter to that is I'm making an outright bet. Okay. Not a DraftKings, not like a top ten. Yeah, but I just think he
2: might miss the cut. Like I just that I, that I, I don't think that he can. He needs a course. If you're going to bet him, where you can get away with that more than a place where it's really so going. How to,
3: did this guy go to Europe? Succeed on all these like narrow tracks in Europe, despite not winning. Now he comes here. He can't hit. He can't play on these tight courses.
2: I just think it's different. Yeah. It's a higher yeah. quality of player. Like, where's I'm curious to see where EVR actually ranks. Uh, ranks in fairway. I mean, in fairways game, he's 33rd in this field. Like he, he's an accurate player off the tee, but it just seems like he hits two or three bad drives every single round, doesn't it? Like, oh, I, yeah, I bet. Yeah, I, bet yeah. I bet on him. EVR, I, I, I bet yeah, on yeah, him. Yeah, I, yeah. I follow him through. Yeah, it's, it's, it's going like, oh, fine. Man.
3: It's going fine. You're <laughs> not sweating anything. And then you're sweating. Like, you can't not sweat something.
2: Yeah, no, you start thinking to yourself, it's on, like, a Friday afternoon. Right, he's like, we're safe. You're, we're you're clear on the, the line. You're on the front nine. Be like, yeah. well, I might not get, like, the win from E V R, but he's going to hit his placement. I'll get, like, you know, a 30-1 to one on his top five or something. And, like, two minutes later, it's like, oh, God, he's not going to make the cut. Yep. We know that. He's that type of guy. I think that you want to take like, – you mentioned Chez Revi. And I think that he's an interesting one to talk about here because his game really hasn't been around. But the Chez Reevy types, Ryan Moore. Why can't Russell Henley win here? He can, but he's also being priced like he can. I've seen way better numbers than Russell Henley I've seen him okay. down to I've seen him up to fifty. Yeah, I got no <laughs> I'm not going to bash that. I don't know. Uh, I don't have a clue. Past 24 rounds on this course, or in this field, first in par four scoring, second in approach, ninth in fairways, ninth in opportunities gained. He has been abysmal with this course.
3: Someone though. better give me a goddamn clue. Because you know what I do when I don't have a clue? Bet Rom? I just bet Finau and Fowler. <laughs> are you Are you going to stick with Bet and Fowler? Not at four. What's his number 55, here? isn't he? It's got to be like, that's not a horrible number, is it? Probably should be seventy, but I'd
2: if rather, his name wasn't Ricky Fowler, I'd rather bet Finau. he would be two hundred I'd rather bet
3: Finau at twenty
2: two than Fowler at fifty. I'd rather bet Scheffler than Finau. Scheffler's better than Finau is. Yeah, maybe, probably, sure. They the cool. same number? Uh, no, Scheffler is. Oh, he's actually
3: more. Maybe Scheffler's yeah.
2: Scheffler's nineteen, and I've seen him yeah. as low as twenty five in some spots, and I think I'm gonna bet that.
3: Finau was not good in Hawaii, right? Uh, may, uh... Who knows? He actually could have had a good weekend.
2: But I know... It's I feel like he was really. out of it and maybe made a run. Let's see. I, I, I feel like I'm unfairly bashing Tony Fina. No, he was 31st. He was bad. Yeah. No. He's no. just... This, I don't care to bet him here. Like, are we being stupid for just not betting Reed? Like, why are they giving us... Why are they hanging this Reed number like he's Tony fucking now <laughs> Seriously. Like if you took everyone's skills together, you'd be like, oh man, Tony Fina was created in a lab to be good at golf. Patrick Reed looks horrible. Who wins on the PGA Tour? Patrick Reed. Yep. Coming what off What is of the
3: best Scheffler number you've seen?
2: 25. But it might be gone now that mm-hmm. it was on that one that you had open first. So it might be gone. I saw it right when the odds came out and I mm-hmm. did not act right away. Yeah, no, it could be gone. But from way deep, Norlander- had a very good ball striking week and missed the cut. Molinari's back, 110-1. to 1. The last time that we saw him was at the Masters. He did not play well. However, the time before that at Houston, he actually did play really well. He was like 15th. I know you hate Molinari and think that he'll never get it back again.
3: No, I didn't say that, but I'm not betting him.
2: I need to see life. I'm telling you, at Houston, he had life. He was good. He gained in every strokes, gained category, gained 15th. And wouldn't this be the perfect Molinari course? Hit some fairways, get dialed in with your short irons, make a few 20-footers? They're hanging deep numbers on him. Go bet Doug Gim. Gim, you know I'm going back to the Gim Reaper well. (laughs) Go bet Doug Gim. Poor guy, man. He had a a bad run. Ben Ann is up to 150 to 1? That's what I was saying when I mentioned him earlier. You were talking about Keegan. I didn't realize Redmond was 125. It's a big number on Redmond. I thought he was like 60. (laughs) He is going to be the guy you have to avoid on DraftKings this week because he's going to be like $7,000 and 50% owned. But every time I fade Doc Redman, he comes like fourth. That's never fun. Posting.
3: I, I My memory's bad. Have we spoken about Russell Knox? Nope.
2: Another guy I missed the cut last week. His driving is so bad now. That's too bad. He used to be like automatic fairway finder, and he's just he's getting it back a little bit, but it's not great.
3: Do you think Phil will be popular this week?
2: No, I don't.
3: It could be sneaky, maybe from like he, a DFS. Or... Wh-
2: where do we think that he is at now in his career? Did he make the cut at the Masters? He did, didn't he? He played the weekend.
3: Yeah, I'm going to say he did. I can't
2: remember. Just hard like, to
3: miss the cut at that at last year's Masters.
2: Not really. It was the fewest amount of people who missed the cut. Remember they shrunk the rules. <sighs> Phil was 55th at the Masters. He's not been good on the PGA Tour in a while. Although I still believe he's undefeated on the Champions Tour. <laughs> I think you're right.
3: Uh, this is a nice little place for him, though. Very comfortable.
2: I saw a new commercial. his with... First
3: win ever might have been here. I thought he was an amateur. I thought he won
2: Phoenix as an amateur. Oh, then maybe it was Phoenix. Hoagie Straka. What do you do with steel? There's another course where he tends to play well. He's only he's down to a hundred to one now, but. I'm not betting him, but I
3: could roster him.
2: Do you think that he would be, do you think people will go back to him after? Because it's funny, because if you had taken Brendan Steele last week, obviously he didn't come through in the betting market. Although if you played him with an each way, you would have got a very hefty payday out of it. If you took him on DraftKings, he didn't win for you, but he was super cheap and he came third. So it was a good week for Brendan Steele, but it's, it's like what happened to me on DraftKings where I was up. I was like, oh, this is great, when in like 20K. Then you end the day and you have 2K. You feel like you've lost. And I feel like that is the mentality with Brendan Steele right now. That if you had him, you felt like you had it, it got ripped away, now you hate his guts and you don't want to go back there. But if it had just gone the other way, where like he was seventh all day, finished in third, you'd be like, oh, good vibes around... Trending Sunday, trending in the right direction. Good
3: sun, yeah. No, I guess you're absolutely right. If he had like a Chris Kirk Sunday to have that second place,
2: yeah. If he wasn't tied for
3: the lead, they finished in the exact same spot, didn't they? I don't know, yeah, yeah. No, still hit the putt on
2: 18. No, he missed his putt on 18.
3: I turned it back to football for a couple minutes once Nah
2: put like his chip to a foot. I needed Neiman to make that putt on 18, he made it good. I was just like. My wife was looking at me like, why are you so angry? I was like, yeah, don't worry about it. Don't, don't worry. Honey. It's like I was trying to buy you a new kitchen. It's not going to happen. Sorry.
3: Don't. Yeah. Fuck.
2: Von Taylor. These are probably more DraftKings by the way. Norlander at 200 to one, though, does pique my interest a little bit. Because he wasn't that far off. Here's the list of guys who are the over the past. You know, I'll even extend. No, I'll keep it at 24 rounds. Most accurate players on the PGA Tour in this field in terms of fairways gained against everyone else. Armour, Answer, Keegan, Stewart, Baker, Revie, Reeve, Moore, Henley, Garnett, Norlander, Stricker, Austin Cook, Mark Wilson, who's won here before, Snediger, Doc Redman, T-Dunks, Von Taylor, David Hearn, and Adam Long. Scheffler is sneakily 22nd on that list. He's not going to put himself in a lot of problems. And my guy who's... Paul pointed this out to me when he was going through like the odds boards. The pricing on my my favorite guy in the world, the Riddler, John, uh-huh? he's like seventy to one this week. So, is C Wu, C Woo just coming off like a decent week. I was really surprised at the John Hun numbers. You can get them down to like one hundred and twenty five if you can find it. I was just, I was surprised that the market adjusted to him so quickly like very surprised at it
3: um that does seem low yeah doesn't it it seems quite low i'm trying to find him at a different shop and okay was he 100 yeah it's crazy in this new like world of of available gambling that golf betting you really do gotta have like Eight three years f- yeah i was gonna like, find the not best make people feel overwhelmed by saying eight because i probably have an embarrassing amount but I-, I like to have something in like three or
2: four because i
3: like to go to the market and Get your i guess i go to the mall and just go shopping hey you're like
2: tim you got the flyer it's delivered to you you got some good deals
3: well, it's crazy. Winning is hard enough.
2: Yeah, you want to get the so best So if you're going to
3: win, let me, like, get the most for it so I have that much more money to
2: give you back. Makes sense. Paul, how many sports books do you have now? Like, 300? Well, Paul gets kicked out. I, listen, I I still, Paul wins too much. Yeah, he gets kicked
3: <laughs> off. I just... Yeah.
2: I mean, I wasn't winning uh, uh, very much last week. But I, I don't know, probably 12? Yeah. I pretty UFC's much have a book. If you tell me about a book, I'll make an account. That's how I roll.
3: UFC 2, I, I would assume, involves, like, heavy shopping. Because people can be Absolutely. slow. Like golf, people can be slow to move. Football, there's a story. Basketball, there's a trade. Shit's, like, gone. Like, instantly.
2: You could have found some decent numbers, like, post Patrick Reed withdrew last week. Because we were talking about Iman Berger. And those numbers ended up crashing. But for, like, a good... Half hour, hour. Some books didn't adjust their numbers. I will say about last week,
3: Pat, that was one of the more widespread drops to a withdrawal who wasn't even... He the was favorite? like third on the tout board after Webb and Morikawa. Yep. They dropped guys like even up to 50 to one. They didn't drop Neiman, though. Neiman stayed exactly where he was all week. It was weird. That That is weird. But guys got even... We they knew see,
2: they knew he wasn't going to play well on something.
3: <laughs> I guess, but but they we we see withdrawals all the time, even from top guys, and we know we've got to react if we want someone sort of under thirty to one. But that Reed withdrawal, maybe is part of like maybe they thought their lines were bad to begin with. I don't know, but they gave Reed a lot of credit because even like Kevin Na got tumbled when I saw what Skyler bet him to what he like was. When, after I spoke to Skyler about why he liked Nah, and then I'm like, Nah, I missed like a great number. I don't, I'm not betting Kevin Nah. I'm not
2: betting Kevin Nah 55. You know, that
3: Skyler got like 70 or 80. 80 or something. No, 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 no. I'm not, like, I missed the boat. I'm just out. How nice would it be to cash a 50 to 1? Yes. I was, I was getting it. fired up to cash like a 27 to 1.
2: I <laughs> just want to, hit a winner, man. I just want to hit one.
3: I wanted you to hit a winner.
2: Cause it's just, it's, uh, we gotta, you know. We need some Momentum. Last year started slow too, though. I didn't hit a winner until Hatton. No, till M. I hit my first at Tory,
3: but once it go like a month, I start to get nervous it,
2: in my own head. But it's funny because the two best years I've had betting, <coughs> well, I guess the Willet year was the best year that I had because we had a started career we, build. Yeah, by. we we the, we started with this tournament, um, but the year that I hit. Well, last year ended up being really good because there was condensed tournaments and I ended up with like six winners because I went M, then Hatton, then Webb, then DJ and everything started rolling in. Uh, But the year that I didn't hit a winner until Hadwin at Valspar, I ended up hitting like three double or triple digit winners that year. That really makes up for a lot of it. Of course. You you can lose eight weeks in a row then hit like 150 to one. You're like, oh, I'm up money now. This is great.
3: And some of the books might post you first round leader odds without maybe a full acknowledgement of the course
2: split. Maybe you have to look around for those. Yeah. You but, have I to look think, but I don't think I don't think that's a, that huge of a factor here. Because you can shoot 62 at yeah. either course. It's just you're probably if you're gonna shoot 78, it's probably happening at the stadium course. Because it's not hard, but there's danger. And the other one has no danger. So I wouldn't think maybe we will just offer straight up first round leader. I don't know. Or even buy course. Do you think they canceled the Pro Am for Pebble? So we're not getting Country music stars I've never heard of playing acoustic guitar to Jim Nance. But do you think we get rid of one of those courses? Get rid of Monterey or something? Probably. I would like that more. It will make it palatable to watch on TV. But how will we know
3: how much more dead <laughs> Clint Eastwood is this They'll
2: year? They'll probably invite him anyway. <laughs> Clint, you're here anyway. You're not playing. Uh, I don't think that he played in the pro game. I think No, he doesn't play. I think he's like, he's, he's how like,
3: old is fucking Clint Eastwood? He's like, it's sort of his... He's like the chairman of it, I don't know if he's actually, but he's sort of like a Sinatra type chairman of the board.
2: Do, type do you guy. think he got the nickname the Chairman for that time that he talked to the chair at the r n c in politics, that was the crazy thing in politics. What the hell is Clint doing here? <laughs> oh man, um, okay. I'll release my cheat sheet on Wednesday if I decide to hop on some numbers here. But quick picks for the American Express. I am in on answer at 33 to 1. I'm in at Hoffman and Keegan at 110 to 1 with the top five each way. And that's all I got going right now. I, I want to give a hard look to Scheffler, Im, and Champ, I think. Those three guys. I want to find numbers on them.
3: I like, I answer was my play. I bet that before coming in here, that 33 to one Pat and uh, Hoffman is the long shot that I feel I'll ride that form with him. We know he can get hot. Um, I'll feel naked, not bending anyone under 30 to one. So sure. I'll like take a closer look at that. Maybe even keep it super tight and and take advantage of this Patrick Reed situation because kind of like last week, Reed is a name
2: to keep on your radar.
3: That's what I wanted to say. Everyone got their odds knocked last week with the Reed withdraw. And by the time I was recording and I did a piece with Sky, and I didn't bet it because I had committed bets, by the time the tournament started or Wednesday, I actually saw line value on Webb and Morikawa who weren't really being talked about at all and kind of showed up at the finish line. Yeah, so he came
2: I, like fifth or something. So
3: I do think, you know, these guys, they'll be there, whether it be a Cantley or a Scheffler, you're not going to be able to, uh, to avoid them. Cantley also a guy we didn't talk about might actually be more live than Reed in my head. Maybe. I certainly, a lot li- um quick picks was a lie. Cause I'm an idiot. Um, I like Sam Burns. Okay. I could see myself betting Sam Burns, but I'll shop for that. Number Tommy Fleetwood in the other thing.
2: I I made one bet. The number changed now, so you can't get it in,
3: in Dubai.
2: No, oh. for the U.S. Open, I bet Leishman at 125 to one at Tory. Pines. Tory Pines. Yeah, why not? I'm liking what I'm seeing. He still can't drive the ball, but the irons are there. He's he's inching back. We keep getting the numbers on him. He's been close fourth last week.
3: And you might want to watch the Better Golf Show on your network today. The more
2: accurate one. Yeah, the more
3: accurate one. The one that might have actually talked golf because I didn't really ha- have anything to say today, and I apologize for that.
2: One and done picks of the week. We've already alluded to it for the American Express. That Tim is taking Chucky three sticks. Charles Hell the third. What do you think? Who do you think actually is going to be the most popular pick? answer or do you think people give up on answer because he missed the cut last week
3: no answer's popular because it's like i'm not burning like a very top guy but i'm burning a good guy who who like fits the place
2: perfectly obviously i'm not going to reveal what i'm doing in the giant one and done because i'm playing against all you people out there but for the purposes of the show i will take abraham answer much like I took Ryan Palmer last week but he beat Cameron Smith and he beat Sung JM so I got the goods for that to pick first. I think in the big one I'll be looking at cuz again I'm I'm going with my strategy of taking who is the lowest owned guy or the least popular guy realistically inside the top 10. Like even if you had gone with Hideki last week it would have kind of worked for you. I think he came 5th or 6th or something like that. He
3: led the field in what Tita
2: Green maybe?
3: Maybe. Something some real something important I, I saw this morning.
2: Regardless, Rom Cantley and Rom and Cantley I think might hold some weight here. If you can squeeze a win out of one of those two, I don't think a lot of people are gonna be on them. Right. Who? Rom and Cantley. They're they're save type guys. But if you can get them at like three... This
3: might be the most under-owned ROM
2: could be all year. And it's in California, man. I always play ROM in California.
3: On an event he's won at... Like, he'll be more popular at Torrey Pines in three weeks than he will here, but the paycheck is, what, 100000 different?
2: It might be a little bit more than but, that, but, but the field is, but the field is yeah. four times stronger.
3: Yeah, ROM will be underweight, and so will Cantley. The, For uh, their, their... Yeah, I... Based on the strategy that I do implore to other people, but never use myself. when I'm about to say, I'm thinking about Grillo. I was going
0: I,
2: to I say that the one of those guys that kind of fits that bowl. Cause he has a really bad course history here is Henley at 35 or even Wolf. Cause he hasn't played yet. Maybe Wolf is one you can burn and try to take a shot because, you know, upside wise, I went back and looked at his numbers. He's come st-
3: I don't know, Pat. I'm saving Wolf for majors, man. He killed them last year. He did kill them last year. <laughs> I'm I... It's my turn,
2: right? It's your turn. I took answer.
3: Okay, I'm gonna just piggyback what you just said. Henley makes sense. I hate this tournament. Right
2: now. See, well, they, I, 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 I hate s- this. You see, I wouldn't use Henley in hours because we're only playing against. It's only three people. You can really go super chalk. I feel in a three-person event where you can't use the same person as the other people. All right, you got somewhere to be?
3: No. You think I do? I got nowhere to be, but I got nothing to say.
2: You're too excited about the Chargers, aren't you?
3: No, I'm not even. I no, I don't know. I'm. I'm. We'll talk about that tomorrow. I'm optimistic. Do Staley? Interesting hire. it checked a lot of the boxes. It wasn't my first choice, but I don't know anything. Do I know something else funny? You know who else wasn't my first choice? Anthony Lynn. No, more specific. Well, I guess that is specific. Anthony Lynn wasn't my first choice, but you know who actually was my first choice in the Lynn cycle? I do. Adam Gase. No, that wasn't the same cycle. I don't know who. It's so embarrassing. So it shows you my opinion would have been wrong. Bill O'Brien. He got fired this this at the end of the season also.
2: At the end of the season? Yeah. Doug Peterson. No. Who's the guy that coached, who was the coach, who was the coach of the, uh, of the lions? Patricia. Really? Oh boy.
3: That's who I, that's he? what's my first pick when they hired Lynn. So you don't need to take my opinion, but what I was saying was, um uh, Justin Herbert wasn't my first choice either, but I, Staley checks the boxes. He's like my age, uh, young, innovative. Let's have some
2: fun. He's a thumb, by the way. That's not a good thing. He's a friend, friend of, of yeah. McVeigh.
3: Listen, we might have hired the least handsome friend of McVeigh on the
2: coaching tree. Oh, you, so okay. what you're saying is that you got the poor man's Kingsbury? <laughs> I don't
3: know. I, I like a lot of um, this checks a lot of my boxes. What are the boxes then? What does he check? Like just young, innovative. I'm young. Yeah, no, but <laughs> in a football sense, like I'm I'd even wanted... younger in a football sense. Did you hire me? I I wouldn't have complained. You don't know. My, my list is simple. Like, I like the fact that, like, if you uh, grew up growing, you're all on my list. Because if you grew up playing Madden, <laughs> to me, you're qualified to coach the Chargers. Because the previous coach didn't. And I believe that actually matters in the sense of knowing how to, like, manage your way through the final 30 seconds. Everyone watching, you, literally since you were, like, seven years old, you have
2: thousands of reps running a two-minute drill. So it's like all the during the online poker boom when you had like all the old school guys who were like live tournament players and they were doing really well at first. Then all these Internet guys who played 100,000 hands just came in and wiped them all out. Yeah.
3: But no, I don't know. The words you could always wax poetic about any new coach. But there's a lot of like the words "brilliant" being thrown around with this guy. So, are you I,
2: or other people? No,
3: other people. I don't know anything. So, I'm 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 optimistic. It's not Anthony Lynn, and I have my hair. So, and it's not Jason Garrett. So, like, what what what? You guys want some like reaction here? You're not going to get it. I'm excited. You were, you were lip and Paul last week. We we're going to take your
2: offensive coordinator. I thought we might.
3: But what do I know? That's great for the Bills. They get a keep day bull. And I can't imagine he'll want any of the shit show jobs currently available. He could be another hot candidate. Unless, you know, Tim's right. And Allen throws back to 52%. But I don't believe that. That Tim didn't look so accurate on our debate either. No. (laughs) He killed a lot of
2: people. He sent two quarterbacks to the locker room with brain injuries this week. After laying down the poor marker on Lamar Jackson. Then he tried to tell us it was a very uncursed weekend.
3: (laughs) Because the Bucs won. answer. uh, answer. did you hear my coach was a college quarterback, so he has a mind for that side of the ball?
2: I like that idea. I like that. The the quarterbacks and the offensive players have become defensive guys.
3: Yeah, I don't know. Listen, apparently, whatever. You know who you should have
2: hired? We never talked about this on the show. Trying to remember his name. Mike Singletary. Was he the guy who pulled his pants down to inspire his team in the locker room?
3: No, he's like, can't win with him.
2: Yeah, but di- wasn't that the other thing that he, oh, he like, know. mooned everyone in the locker room? <laughs> I don't Can't know. win with him. Can't do it. It's a good I, soundbite. I, all I mean is they
3: went, like, the route, like, that I wanted them to go.
2: Not some retread?
3: Although, minus the fact that I really wanted them to go offensive head coach. But, but that was this whole theory, uh, different
2: theory does it strike you as if you're going to go and get a defensive guy that the jets got the classier prospect of coach
3: in a sense they've got like maybe one that seems more polished but we got um what maybe is like a bit of a wild card and someone that people like on a meteoric rise through the ranks they bring different things to the table
2: well, here's the
3: I think f- who the Jets hired is really perfect for the Jets. The Chargers literally hired like a brilliant guy with no experience who never played. They literally did the complete opposite of the coach they had, like literally like where his thing was like about like leadership and father figure and like he, he's been a running back and played under Bill Parcells and is from like the Bill Parcells coaching tree. Like, we literally went 180 degrees from, like, what that person represents in the locker room. And I think that's what I asked for. So, here I am.
2: And you got a friend of McVeigh. Maybe he can name everyone on the other team. That would be nice. That would be so cool! (laughs) (laughs) Jeff Feinberg, check him out on Twitter at GFeinberg17. He'll be back on Wednesday. On the NFL Div- championship round, spread, picks, and preview. You can also watch them on the Jeff Feinberg Show Wednesdays and Fridays on FTNDaily.com. My cheat sheet for the bets will be out on Wednesday. I'll be back tomorrow with the DraftKings show. Wait, whoa, you just, you okay? Rom's
3: out. This is a, a text from from the scores, Eric
2: Patterson.
3: So we may as well look into it.
2: Ram is still on the betting board here. Scheffler 22 to one. I'm going to bet that right now. Oh yeah. The guys, everything is tumbling. Everything tumbles. All right, I got Scheffler at 22 to one. <laughs> Add him to the quick picks. Good looking out EP. Burns is down to 60. Have you confirmed? I mean, we just trust that EP is not lying to me, right? Maybe he knows that we're doing the show. Maybe he knows he would make it a good TV. So yeah, uh, right now, I'll try to edit this clip and get it out as quickly as possible. Scheffler 22, answer 33 before those numbers take a nosedive. I missed the good number on Sungji. He's already down to 20.
3: He's 25 on um, somewhere else. Somewhere again. that you can play. I
2: suggest everyone bet on DraftKingsSportsBook.com. Yeah, Scheffler 22. I'll take that. Fowler down to 40 from 500 to 1 or whatever he should be. Shit, I gotta make a bet right now. Okay, well, who it's gonna be? I'll I'll let you get at it. You don't have to make a bet. I gotta
3: take advantage of what's gonna tumble, so I have to just want to make a decision.
2: Bet Scheffler, join me on Scheffler. You join me on answer. You might as well join me on Scheffler. My wife's calling me. It's probably not to tell me roms out. My wife, put her on speakerphone. Tell her she's on the show. Hi, Jeff. What are you doing? Hello.
3: You're on the show. Hi. Do you want to hear
2: my news then? I don't know. Can it can it be aired on the show? Yeah, it can be aired on the show. All right, let's hear the news. <laughs> um, I just bought I myself and our children a Valentine's Day gift. Is it nice? I think
3: so. Is it expensive? <laughs> For what it is, yes. <laughs> okay.
2: So... <laughs> Sounds like you need to win a golf bet this week, Jeff. Yep. All
3: right, go Scheffler by love. I'll call you in a few minutes.
2: Spending money, you better go make some money right now, then. Yeah, Scotty Scheffler, twenty-two to one, along with Abraham answer thirty-three to one. Become. A member at FantasyNational.com right now. FantasyNational.com slash Mayo to get yourself a discount. Listener's League link in the description. Check out the hockey show, the European tour show, my first look show for the American Express. Uh, That came out on Sunday where I run through the stats. Uh, If you want to know how to use Fantasy National or want to dig in to see how I utilize the stats, be like, Pat doesn't know anything. You can glean whatever you want from it. I suggest you go check that out. Sub Mayo Media Network right now. Thanks you all for watching.